17 years ago, some shit like that. <sighs> yo, I was just in the grinding. Yo, grinding was 2002, yo. That's the shit that be fucking me up. What? Grinding was 2002? When I, no, when I see the date on some shit like, yo, this shit was what? What year was that? Yeah. That should be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bring all that fucking soda, dog. It's my last one. Yeah, okay. It is. What the fuck is that? The mellow yellow? What the fuck is that? Sprite lemonade. Come on, dog. You gotta do better. New shit. <laughs> I had to try. You gotta do better. Them fucking sodas, yo. That's one thing, yo. I've never been. Unless I'm drinking liquor. And I chilled off for that. Yo, you gotta lay off the liquor, yo. I know. I, I know. Yo, fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy who want to say something to me after I said something. <laughs> I'm totally that guy. I'm, that shit, I'm that definitely that, that brother. That shit ain't hot. I'm definitely that brother. You're supposed to be a follower, dog. You're supposed to be a follower, yo. <laughs> it's okay when you follow somebody you love. That don't matter. Uh, <laughs> you rob too old to give a fuck about what somebody was feeling about that. Bullshit, man. <laughs> I, I I am. <laughs> hey, Mike, you not, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike, you not going to keep popping up with all these rich fucking, this rich red, dog. You not going to keep doing this shit, dog. This, this, this two years old, bro. <laughs> he says two years Tell old. Tell me anything. I don't see a wrinkle in a letter or nothing. You see hey. Rich gear goes to the cleaners. I'm known, I'm notorious for, t- for having stuff real long. I'm a pop, I'm a Yo, father child, man. I'm, listen, I'm like that too with my shit, man. I be having like, I got a coochie. Oh, wow. From, I got from like 96. <laughs> I got fitted hats, man. Like my fitted hats be still looking good. I, I be having fitted hats that be like three years old. It's still looking good, man. Good. Gotta get the boxes, I'm, yo. I know, I take care of my shit, though. I keep my shit hey, in the right? travel boxes, yo. Yeah, I know. You fancy. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess the hat is back in the in the equation. Yo, lay off my hat, yo. That shit may disturb me, dog. <laughs> that shit make me want to run with somebody. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> I'm in fight mood. Oh, you gonna pull it I'm, down more? Oh, my shit, wow, right? It's, it's Don't be wild. that guy. Don't be that guy, Terrell. You gonna start recording or what, yo? Yo, for the third week in a row. <laughs> for the third week in a row, as soon as the we mic, get the mic is hot. Baby. As soon as we get on, we record. I'm putting all, all right, this shit man. in the podcast. Yeah, now you are getting your shit. Let's start the podcast. Yup. Before we start the podcast, I want to let y'all know that Iceberg is in the podcast. He's just like, <coughs> I'm right, down here in the corner, right here in the corner. <laughs> so I know you hear him, but you can't see him. But because of how things are with our recording, he's doing the recording from him. So we're in the big boxes and he's in the little box in the corner. So yep. that's why you don't see Iceberg. But he's very present in the county. So this is Brothers Talking Shit Podcast, episode 33. Mm. That Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That Kobe and Lower Marion. Mm. Homer God shit. You on, you on your Homer shit. I see. It's Kobe, dog. It's Kobe. You're right. That's the only reason why it's a laugh. Stop it. Don't be that guy. <laughs> this is going to be named this episode. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I'm naming this episode right the fuck now. <laughs> okay. Black <clears throat> Dem, D-Flush, man. Also known as the Fat Boy. 
better known as the man who has no problem, even though I haven't said it in a while, calling you broadish. Oh, yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, yeah. I be fucking up, but I ain't been fucking up, though. You sure? That's it? You good? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. I, uh, start the podcast. <laughs> I know we recording. <laughs> and now I'm Rel, a.k.a. Iceberg Shorty, a.k.a. the king of controversy comments. I said what I said. Don't at me unless you try and cut the check. And, oh, yeah, I'll be fucking up. Oh, no, it's not me. I don't be fucking up. Oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's what it is. I'll be fucking up, though. <laughs> you be fucking up, I'll be fucking up. <laughs> but I took the time. Hold on, hold on, fool. He's so worried about my intro. He fucking his own shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do better. Yeah, you gotta stay in that lane, baby. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> Let me produce you, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Cool Mike, also known as Doctor Mike, the P Diddy of podiatry, your favorite foot doctor in the future. Call me Crypto Cool. With your coolest. Hey. Man, man, oh man, listen, man. Just trying to chime in, yo. Let me, let me see. Nah. You can't add him? I, I don't. Let me call him on the phone, see if I can add him. He trying to chime in. But I don't know if it, it, it picked up like that. So it, it might cut y'all off. God damn juice. That's that light skin shit, man. Yeah, like, it see? is. See? Yo, Juice, did you update your phone? Because it won't let me add you in on the on the group FaceTime. Uh, oh, shit. When last time you did an update, yo? Man, I do need to update. Hold on, let me do it real quick. All right, update your phone and text me back, man, because we, right. we live on the podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right yeah. Right. Peace. All right, man. Every time I think I got a topic to start with, something else to fuck come up, man. <laughs> Let's go, man. We... It's kind of crazy to me because it feels like we're addressing some of the same things, but every week... Because it's some, some of the same shit to address. So let's start off with Mr. Mr. Kells, R. Kelly. He's finally been indicted. He's finally turned himself in. They said he got like, I think he said seven counts. Yeah. No, ten. Seven counts. Ten counts. Ten counts, right. Ten counts. With seven years apiece on each count. Yeah. And he ain't got the bell money. God damn, Kelly. They got him. They got his ass. They got his ass. <laughs> Iceberg, tell me what you're thinking, man. All right, yo. So, so there's some psychology behind this, right? He has an arrogance about him where you still out here fucking 14 year olds, right? <laughs> I'm saying, like, you didn't leave well enough alone when it happened to you the first time and you got off, right? All right. So now the lawyer get up there and say, oh, this is an old video. This falls under double jeopardy. Yo, we got a sick-ass society. Did the lawyer get up there and say, nah, dog, this video is old. And then the other lawyer up there like, nah, look at the video quality. That shit shot in 4K right now. <laughs> like, <God>. yeah, <laughs> they just talk about this video from 96. 96 my ass, right? And they got, they pointing to the mole on his back. I heard it's pretty graphic. Um, everybody, somebody asked me, like, did you see it? The fuck no, I ain't see it. And I ain't looking for it either. Like, right. I, I was young back then. And I didn't realize I was looking at child pornography. I refuse. Right. I don't even want to put, I'm not even typing R words into my computer right now. Right? You know what I'm saying? I don't need no goddamn Google algorithm saying, you know what I'm saying? R. Kelly sex tape 14 years. Nah. 
I don't need that type of smoke in my life, yo. But he didn't fucking lost his mind. Ain't gonna bury his ass under the jail. Him and Jesse gonna share a cell and they gonna fucking outsource him to where your man at? Is he in Pennsylvania? Who? Jello Pudding Pop Man. Don't 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 not be a homer now. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know where Bill uh, Cosby. Yeah. It's over for R. Kelly, man. I don't I like I don't even know if he realized how bad it's gonna be for him. Cause they ain't gonna let this one slide. Not gonna happen. Let me ask you something before you go, Cool. Do you think possibly they waited until... First of all, I think to a certain extent, him not letting them girls go, no matter how much they want to stay there, kind of put a, a radar on them, the fact that he still got them girls and stuff like that. And also, do you think that they waited, whoever it is, whoever has this tape, do you think this tape has been around long and they waited for him to get to a point where it's though... He's to this point where, though, the money not right. He can't do the things he was able to do in 2008 to get him now. Cool? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, they got data or whatever information on everybody, to be honest. So if you're doing something crazy like that, right, whether it's only a matter of time or not, I don't know. Whether he hit it well before... Now and then, I don't know if he was and really as arrogant as as it, as it seems. Because I haven't followed it, I have no need. I've been, you know what I mean? Off the <laughs> yeah, right. like like, and not even the more recent stuff. The more recent stuff make it. Icky. I just uh, listened past or walked past the screen or something in the gym the other day, and it was like R. Kelly, the fifty-two year old. I was like, he fifty-two, it make it sound even worse. They talk about this fourteen-year-old P. This, I said, that man is crazy. Like he ain't even like regular, you know, weirdo. He is as as out there. If that's if that's the case, is out there a, 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 a weirdo on that on that side of the game as you can be. You know what I mean? Having these it, it, these issues or, or still going through stuff like that or new things, if, if it is kind of how it sounded like it is. It's crazy. Baffling. I can't even fathom it. Do y'all think there's some kind of play with insanity or... I mean, we, we said this a long time ago, at least a month ago, a month or two ago, we talked about this and Clue you was on. And we talked about the fact that there's some kind of issue wrong with him. And do you think that they would possibly try to use that as a way to get him off as far as his defense team. The fact that, I mean, honestly, me being a, a heterosexual regular, I feel like I'm a regular guy. I feel like I'm a little freaky a little bit. But to, to, to pee on someone and to let someone pee on you even more, to me, I, it doesn't sit right. And the fact that it's a 14-year-old, that takes it even further over the board. But me with a 34-year-old woman that's grown, me peeing on her, her peeing on me is just something that's not normal to me. You get what I'm saying? And with the, the fact that the abuse has been brought up, the fact that he has been abused, or the, those things have come up too. Like I said, it was the sickness thing. I'm not trying to get him off, but I think I just can't imagine being peed on. So for him to want to be peed on, I think psych, psychiatrically, <laughs> you know the psycho word, whatever, I fucked it up. It's something wrong with that. Like, Mentally. It, yo... Let's let's think about let's let's dig deep on this, right? Let's peel back some layers on this one. Um, <clears throat> he don't have a hit out here <clears throat> or uh, music out there for a fourteen year old right now, right? They not right. stepping in the name of love, right? <laughs> I go upstairs and ask my daughter to sing an R. Kelly song. She gonna look at me like I'm crazy, right? right? Um, so you out here 
being a predator for real? Where are you picking up 14-year-olds? Where, where are you going that they know who you are to the point where you can get in a space where, one, their parents are not around, two, nobody's checking for them, and three, you just butt naked talking about a 14-year-old. Where are you getting them from? I remember when we was 14, so it was like R. Kelly was... You know what I'm saying? Stuff was jumping when I was 14. So it was natural for a girl my age to be listening to Bump and Grind or Honey Love, right? That ain't it right now. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't have no 14-year-old fans. Where did they come from? Dog, yeah. that's just disgusting. It's that's, bad. That's, a good, that's a very good question because you, you might think some one of the young Younger superstars, you know what I mean? Young R&B guys, the Jack Keases. Yeah, right. Would have, would have, I mean, if you're talking about like weirdoism, would have preteens and teenagers. Like B2K used to have Right. You know what I mean? Like like Bow Wow used to have them, right? So R. Uh, Kelly is a few generations removed from having music that would even touch. Like he's a few 14-year-old generations Somebody twenty eight, like he might be removed from them, right? right. Yeah, knowing like the music, the way that that we do it, that could be somebody's mother almost. But see, you know what? We don't know how far this tape go back, though. That's the twist too. That's why I was saying, how new is this actual tape? But that goes back to when y'all y'all gonna be crazy when I said it was crazy to me that the young girl who was out there at protesting in two thousand and eight. Like, what do you know about at 16 years old? How were you even on R. Kelly? Because in 2008, let's think about it. With two, with R. Kelly was still kind of, he was more fading away. As far as being a guy. You get know what I'm saying? She may have been in a space where her parents were playing that music around them, right? Kind of like, I like the Osleys and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Right, you, right. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the Tina Marie's, and, you know, I was in love with Tina Marie before I was in love with, Janet Jackson, right? Right. Um, right. So I think that there is, you know what I'm saying, a big thing. But, you know, even at 38 now, I've moved on from the R. Kelly thing. And I I mean, you know, I'm not playing Honey Love around my kids. Right. I'm just not. So how, how you think it's looking? I, I think I think right now they got him, man. They, and he can't even post bail. He went... He ain't gonna be able to pay them folks off, yo. I don't think I don't think anybody's brave enough to post bail for him, huh? Right? They put they put cases on people. When people do wrong, it's way easier to get them gone. So, so he gonna be gone. Yeah. I just think they have to do something now, yo. That's why I think it was calculated as far as when they went about doing this, and it might have been something that's been in the tuck. And now we know his financial situation. Now we know he can't. Wiggle his way out of it. You know what I'm saying? And my point is, take the might off. Take the might have been calculated off. It's always calculated. Right. Yeah. They're going to get you when they want to get you. That's it. Yeah. It's calculated on that. Like, we just don't know. Yeah. Of course. He had to know he was coming for his ass, though. Yeah. Like I said, man, it's crazy how many tapes. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. How many tapes slipped out of his grip? With so much. With. What's crazy to me is something that's so. First of all, you already on the ropes anyway. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you would think a tape wouldn't go missing after the first time out. Oh, or you would stop taping shit, right? Or you would stop taping shit. 
which would probably be the best move. But the fact that you're continued, like you said, he felt invincible. He yeah. felt like he was untouchable. I, listen, man, let me get this point. <laughs> All that is fine and good. I'm talking about like on some regular man shit. Like, there was a time, I don't know, I always say I, I wasn't there with y'all, but there was a time where you did late teens, early 20s stuff. It may have even involved camcorders or whatever the technology would have been around time. that time. It right. could have been as minor as filming a, a cookout or as major as your imagination carries it. There was also a time where you became a certain age or whatever, a certain circumstances where that kind of stuff was no longer important to you, right? You mm-hmm. lived it, so no longer did you even have to document it for, per se, you know, necessarily, just because your life changes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't this 52-year-old man's life change where if he was fucking 14-year-old's two decades ago that he still got to feel like he i don't understand and he taping it for what end if you live it right you know taping it third 40 years you're gonna do it again right tomorrow up. right like he's he, like, he ready to get out of jail to tape again but his man said that in the uh in the in the, in the documentary he's like yo kelly rock right like man I, I can't stop filming like like he addicted to filming <laughs> The, one of the dudes in the uh, in the uh, on the documentary. Oh, yeah, he was like, "This is gonna get me in trouble one day." <laughs> like this is a Leah time. This is a twist for me. Like you said, you're living it every day. You got six different women in rooms. Where do you have time to watch anything? <laughs> I don't have time to watch this podcast when we done. <laughs> like, right. That's what I'm saying. So where do you have time to sit back here and reflect? Like, you know, what do you, like, it, I should have threw my leg up. Like, this match was like, what do we get out of it? Like, right? They say he's stopping changing the angles and shit too. Like, hold on, he, he, he producing himself. Because he been cutting them checks, yo. Man, you know how... Not only is he cutting them checks, you got to pay the people who are doing these things for you. That's what you I'm saying. I'm not talking about just the, the, that man music, man. Remember, I always ask the question. Who getting paid? That man catalog is too dumb to, like, really mute. I mean, I know you're going to try, but, like, if you see produced, you, you, you could hear on Kelly and people for, like, a good... Two decades almost. Right? Oh, right. easy. Right. Oh, two decades easy. Who, get, who, who getting paid from that music if he broke? 
He's not smart, Mike. Yeah, he can't right. even plead a contract. Right, you're right. Right. Never mind. So, right. you know. I mean, but whatever he get, he busted down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, right. He couldn't read it if he wanted to. Is a fact. And and um, where most people will grow into that understanding, like like the the, the artists that have matured into that space have branched out into other business ventures. You know what I mean? Um, as some early, so he's just it been, have been incapable. Y'all answer my question. That's right. right. I mean, if you look at, I don't think Jay Z graduated high school. Um, I don't know about Fifty Cent, but we talking about guys who listen to Fifty Cent talk. You know he jumped. Yeah. Through through all the, the the trolling, listen to Fifty Cent talk. Yeah, yeah. you could tell he it's, he got a, a head on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. you get what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. through all these years, you're talking about a guy who had a head start on all those guys. All yeah, Kelly came about what eighty eight. Right, right, right. His mind was somewhere he he never wanted to be more. I guess you know yeah. what I mean. Right. That's yeah. what we. That's his what mind was telling him, "Yo, with his that's body was telling him, yes." Don't do that. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. Uh, that's listen, bro. That's tragic. Like not even uh, to to uh, 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 like make him softer or whatever. That's a tragedy in the true form. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you think uh, me and T was talking about this in the car? Where do you think is if you ran a prison or you ran a jail that he's in right now? He's he's by himself. You can't put him in a gym pop. No. I wouldn't even risk it. The, the fact that the, the, the wherever he had is probably in the uproar right now. The fact that he's even in the building. Oh, he, he isolated. Twenty three and one. Right. For sure. I don't think he'll get home. Y'all think he'll get home? No, I'm just thinking. I just think how riled up everybody's going to be. If, if I'm running, the, you know, I think the, the people who run the prison, if it's cool and everything's running smooth, when you got them high profile kind of people coming in, you want to keep it. I think away from everything because you don't want that that energy throughout your. Throughout your jail, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So I think regardless if he want to be or whatever, he has to be. I would definitely. If I'm running the prison, no, nah, I don't want him nowhere near anybody. His one is outside by itself. Right. Shit's nuts, man. Fuck all, well, Kelly. Yeah. Well, we we'll continue to talk about the next the next steps leading up to. Yeah. You know his uh his uh finally being locked behind the bars permanently. Yo, I think I just heard that Aaron Hernandez. Did he? Uh, he got his. Um, he killed, did he kill himself? Yes, he killed himself, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay, I, I seen some muscle that made me think that he got the penalty or something, but he did kill himself in jail. He got the what? The pen. It was something else that I seen about his death, and I'm like, maybe it's the anniversary of his death just came around or something like that. Oh. But uh, I seen something, and I oh, thought about. I thought that he actually had. <laughs> The death sentence or something like that, but I forgot he killed himself real quick. Oh, no. When you kill yourself, all charges are dropped. I mean, well, when you die, period, all charges are dropped. So, they drop the case automatically. Right. I'm just saying, I've I, I seen something about his, his death affecting somebody. And I might have been Robert Kraft. Speaking okay. of Robert Kraft. All right. Hold up, y'all. Let me, let me see if I can get this uh, cracking. All right. Let me see. You hear T? T, T cussing them kids up. Don't let me. Oh. There you go. My man. What up? Oh, sort of. oh that shit. That's crazy. No, the truth is, some motherfuckers and some MAGA hats had came through. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get this thing off the screen. Ah. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm going to the couch right now. Y'all thought you was on light skin time. Like, come on with oh, that light skin shit. shit. Nah, My bad. Nah, I ain't nah, mean to do that. 
I wasn't on the light screen. You see side. how this shit doing it? Yeah. What's up? The screen is going crazy. Yeah, it's like so whoever like talking, I told you kind of, you know what I'm saying, focus on them. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 dope. That's yeah, fine, it's man. sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. Okay, this is this is this is what's up. What's, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> we talking R. Kelly, man. Uh, oh my god, Elder Bird. I mean, hey, so 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 it's like this, bro. I knew once that shit went to lifetime. Once white women got involved, it was done. <laughs> that, that was the king? That was it. When 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 white women say, oh, this is enough. This nigga think he can do whatever he want to do. <laughs> he, yeah. It was like, boom, he was in he, you know, he, he out of there. You peep, he ain't had no white women on the drink, though. But white women, you know, they, they it's like looking at like puppies and shit, like straight dogs. They just like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe this nigga was doing that shit. Because they, they, they don't really, they don't care about black women the way America cares about white women. You know what I'm saying? So it takes white women to kind of initiate things. I, I caught it. I mean, because I mean, we've been knowing that R. Kelly was fucked up for a long time. But I mean, this new tape. I, I mean, now we talked about it, so we'll put we, we'll be putting it out. We shot a job out on the podcast too. It's dropping today. But um. On this, uh, we, we talked about what's on the tape. So basically, he's even referring to the young lady's vagina as a 14-year-old vagina. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We just talked about There's it. There's no way out. He's boxed in. Yeah, it's over. He's done, man. What, what that's going to be like? <laughs> Mike, 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 why you live on Instagram, Mike? I'm just curious. Hey, man, you know, we gotta get every angle, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, hey, you know, dang. Hey, hold on, hey, uh, Terrell. Hold up, yo. <laughs> hold up, let me get in my shit, yo. Hold up, man. <laughs> you know the arrogance with my Rock Nation hat on. No, no, no. <laughs> You see that? You, you see what that say? Be more like I like that. Be more like us, dog. That's dope. I like that. You're from a little town in Texas now. <laughs> You're right. I probably am. I'm a nomad. <laughs> Let me stop. Nah, you West Baltimore damn South Baltimore. Don't do that. Oh my bad. South Baltimore. I'm from Cherry Hill too. They ain't tell you. I'm from Cherry Hill. I saw him. So, so, so here's the thing. How, how do y'all? I, I don't know how far y'all didn't got into it, but how do you now feel about the R. Kelly situation? We just we just wrapping it up, Drew. So like that motherfucker going to jail. Like right. that's it. Like it's over. You're right. White women got involved. Everybody cares a little bit way too much now. They're gonna bury right. his ass. It's a right. wrap. He got him boxed in. Right. Yeah. He might not make so, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, For I, real. I, don't, I mean, I think he's definitely gonna get about seventy. Sure. God damn. Yeah. Wow. He, he's, he's done. Did y'all did y'all get to talk about uh that light skin nigga? No, no, I said we, we that was our first subject. Uh, hold uh, up, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to Jesse, first of all, who spells his it's Jesse. Jesse. That's how we do it. Matter of fact, we can go and dig into Jesse. <laughs> you should have known something was wrong with Jesse with a U <laughs> talking about somebody attacked his ass. I never, that, that nigga had to change his name, dog. His mama ain't named him Jesse with a U. No fucking way. I ain't never seen Jesse with a U. Before. You funny, man. Now that's real shit, though. You ever seen Jesse with a U? 
Is it Jussie like Tussie? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you, see, I, you know, I was, I, I'm from the South. I'm going to just call him Jesse. I don't know. You <laughs> <laughs> Jesse to me, dog. I just, maybe I just didn't want to do it right that day. But you're going to be Jesse right now. Jesse uh, Smollett. <laughs> yo, wow. I can't, tr- I can't trust a nigga named Jesse anyway, dog. Real shit. Like, Jesse, nah, I can't have him around my family or nothing. Hey, here's the thing with that shit. It's like, um, why? It, it, it's really like, how stupid do you really think anyone is? Uh, once you get the police involved and they do an investigation, you, you're an actor. You're not a professional criminal. I mean, they're gonna mm-hmm. when they do, when they do the investigation, you know, they getting cell phone tower, you know, information and all that shit. How long do you really think this is gonna last? Then, you know, for me, I just when I first heard it, it was like. Who the fuck? What redneck could recognize Jesse anywhere? Jesse. Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You are Jesse. Jesse. Like, do they watch Empire? Do MAGA? Do MAGA? Does that fan base watch Empire? Like, I just was like, I don't know about that. It just seemed weird. You know what I'm saying? But that, that whole shit, funny style, yo. It was funny because I was on. Uh, I was uh, uh, looking at Juice Page yesterday and Trevor Noah. Uh, from the Daily Show, they did like a a, a video joint. Like they said, we're gonna get a, a lifetime movie done for it. That shit was hilarious, bro. That shit yeah. is too, you can work that in two hours though. You don't need a second night. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. It was like, yo, that shit was hilarious. When he was like, I'm the gay Tupac. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god, the gay Tupac, nigga. I don't think on the last season of Empire was it over money? Is that the what was being said? Yeah, they said he wanted more money, but he was making sixty grand, sixty a week. two hundred grand a, a episode. That's nuts. A episode. And I mean, how many episodes are they doing? I mean, I'm sure they're doing over ten. Right, definitely. This ain't no. You, this ain't no Netflix. Uh, <laughs> ten, twelve. No, just keep acting. What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You made that story up. And thought you was gonna get away with it. I don't understand to what end you was doing it. I don't get it. But the twist was that had me. I heard that what really sparked the whole them really going in on him was after he did the Good Morning America interview. He did the Good Morning America that? interview and was like, "Oh, they're not doing their job." Oh. Like, oh. The situation being a situation, he could live with that being all right. The situation, they're not doing enough. So, no, look, that, that's just the. You planted this shit. Like, they didn't find you quick enough. Like, what the fuck? Like, if you commit a crime that, that, that on yourself, you can't be talking shit about the cops like they not really doing enough. So you're making it how on yourself? He just said black people back. He said light-skinned niggas back. All this work that Drake been putting. <laughs> All this shit. Hold up. They ain't left me in community. We ain't heard shit from them. Oh, they, they quiet. They hush my Listen. We should have known, known something was wrong when they didn't say nothing. Like, they ain't set it off. If they want to protest some shit, they want to stand outside the Chicago Police Department or nothing. Yo, I've yeah. said it every week for the past three or four weeks, dog. Criminals, listen to me, criminals. You can't get away with nothing in 2019. There is a camera recording you everywhere you go. Every fucking camera. way you go, something's recording you. you dog. <laughs> Chicago downtown, 
Subway, this all was bad. They got the brothers, the Nigerian brothers, buying the hats and scarves at the store. You yeah. dumb motherfuckers could see. I ain't gonna tell them. Look, dog, you ne- never go to the store yourself. You dumb fuck. You like what is wrong with Why criminals? Order it on Amazon. <laughs> right. Exactly. What a gift this card. The, this is when keeping it real goes wrong. Like, and the thing about Amazon, you already had to pick it up at your house. So no. you go get it from the box. Get it to your mama house. No, nobody's house. You just go pick it up from the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nobody's house. I don't get Amazon in my house now. and I, I'm living, I'm a civilian. You know what I'm saying? Like, when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, can I and they would have paid less for the hats, too. Who's going to eat a Subway sandwich at 2 a.m., though? I don't want to eat a Subway sandwich at 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, this shit is really horrible Boston studio. This shit is really horrible Boston studio without Jamie Foxx. All they did with Jamie Foxx. They tripping, yo. They are fucking yeah. tripping, yo. So here's my thing with Amanda Seals. Um, <laughs> I like Amanda Seals, but I think she's in terrible need of a boyfriend or some dick. Who's because... Amanda Seals? So, uh, so, so, go ahead. She, she, go ahead, Juice. Well, she's a she's a comedian. She was uh, originally came from my uh, my brother and me. But, I mean, throughout the years, she's, like, infiltrated the hip-hop community. So, she's been on, like, you know, Pilot Talk 2. And, you know, she knows Q-Tip. Like, she was, like, kind of like, you know, Dave Chappelle. That whole, like, community, she was around. She was working in radio. Now, she's on Insecure. She's on Insecure. Uh, she, ha- she, has a, she has a show. She's a comedian. You know what I'm saying? So, she's, she's funny. She is. She's cool. But she's kind of that chick that, like, never can, to me, keep, like, a steady relationship. So, when she's, like, off the dick. She's very like uh, upset, upset. Went so off the dick. So she, so she said, yeah, she need a dick in the IV bag. So she said, um, <laughs> hold on, she yeah. needs a dick in the IV bag. She gotta have it, dog. She gotta have it. And wasn't she a part of Floetry at some point when yeah, the first girl left? She, was. she, she, she was, was singing with Marsha Ambrosius. What's yeah. her name again? Amanda Seals. You seen her? Oh, 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 with the curly hair. Yeah. 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 So what she what she said was on her Instagram talking about she basically low key defended Jesse. She was like, you know, uh, he didn't set us back just because an actor could have possibly lied. I was like, wow, bitch, possibly lied. And, you know, he he didn't set us back in none of that bullshit. What set us back was black, not enough black men going out to vote. Like I'm getting tired of the straight black men being accountable for everything. Hold like, on, what why? do what? Dude, what do gay Jesse situation got to do with straight black men? Deflected. That, that's what they do. That's, <laughs> Deflected. That, that's, the, that's, that's the default. You know, that I, I got called homophobic for saying the nigga was lying. I was like, man, that nigga lying. Oh, you're a homophobe. Like, what? So every gay Ow. man tells every gay man tells the truth. Yes, he <laughs> like, do. It's possible to lie and be gay. Like, it is. Right. Like, I, I don't, I mean, it's, you know. And then also, too, I mean, people try to make it seem like um, just because you're likable or somebody likes you doesn't mean you have a that doesn't mean you don't have a dark side. Like you can have a dark side and be a great man. You can be a great person and be on some foul shit. Mm-hmm. You see this book? This is the book I use every week. 
<laughs> you know when juice Let's get go. on the book just goes away. Let's go. Mm. Let's go. Look, he directed, listen, he took over the Go ahead, Juice, run the shit. I'm... No, my bad. No, 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 no. Hey, look, I'm just I'm just here, man. I'm just Tricky Bob. <laughs> now listen, I don't. Is Robert Crab getting caught up in the whole Meek Mill situation? Oh, you want to fuck with Meek, huh? We we gonna catch you buying some pussy. This man is eighty. How old is Robert Crab? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah, something like that. Seventy-five years old. His wife passed away, right? Yep. yep. That man should be able to go to a little spot and do his thing and then not be a problem. Do y'all agree? Oh, I agree. Cool. Cool. How you feeling? Cool. Man, listen. <laughs> Me and my wife talked about this. He just bought some pussy in the wrong state. We can't act like we are beacons of morality anywhere, anytime in this country. He just was in the wrong state. Not even like other countries where it may be legal and things like that. I'm saying there are states or places in the United States where it's legal, right? So what would we we'd be upset for? At first, she was, you know, it was like, oh, his wife, we, oh, his wife died in 2011. Oh, right. he, he had a girlfriend. His girlfriend, like, had a baby by somebody else. Like, that man is older and, like, single for real. And do I believe there's coincidence that he dancing around with a dream chasing chain and committed part of $50 million to criminal justice reform and freeing a million people off of probation and parole a month ago and this story. Do I believe that's a coincidence? No, I do not believe that's a coincidence. To answer the question, bro. Yeah. No coincidence. I agree. Well, um, I am, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I am an admitted New England Patriots fan before I was a Ravens fan, right? So if you know me, you know I grew up a Patriots fan. Um, I I love Robert Kraft. I love everything he's done. Um, it it just seems that once you align yourself with something different, right? You know what I'm saying? Or which is out of the norm, they got to try to slander and drag your name through the mud. Uh, Robert Kraft did nothing wrong. Um, Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the, what the tape's going to say? They're going to release some details. Well, he went to a happy ending place. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? what we, in, in, in the in the fact that it's just misdemeanors, and you know, the fine is five hundred dollars, and it's punishable by the max of thirty days in jail. Like, no, overcrowding will have you processing and processing out. You're not even gonna see a fucking cell. Thirty days for a non-repeat, no. violent, non-violent, non-repeat offending crime. They just needed something to talk about. That's like fucking me getting arrested for jaywalking. You don't get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm saying? He's 75 years old. He's a billionaire who won't ever spend all that money. And he just won his sixth Super Bowl. And he bought some pussy for $78. Come on, man. We got to be better. Really, listen. He's single. Like, you can't be mad at that, man. Yeah, single ready to mingle. Come on, man. 77 years old. 77. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. We should really be proud of his dick still getting hard. That's what we should be excited about. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, let's applaud that. Clap for him. You know what I'm saying? I wish it's 77. I'm inspired that a 77-year-old man was out somewhere randomly like, man, you know what? I got to get me some pussy. And when he got him some pussy, like. Right. I don't. You know, go ahead. What did you expect him to do after Cardi B grinded on him? Like he's one of just. I don't know. That's probably what it was. That 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 would change everybody's life. I mean, I I, I don't know. I just I, you know, as men, as we get older, we have those questions. Like you know, I'm 34 now, so I I, I mean, you know, shit. I I never think that far ahead. Like in 43 years, am I gonna still be wanting some pussy? Hopefully, I do. Yeah. But I mean, you know. You never know. Yeah. I think better work when I'm 77. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> Natural causes. <laughs> I think that, um, I definitely think it's, I, you know, I agree it's not a coincidence, bro. Um, he's been doing a lot with the reform. NFL's been under a lot of heat. You know, there's been talks of the owners, you know, behind the scenes kind of deliberating over this. And I, and I could only imagine that it's some owners that's like, yo, we not with that. Like, we got to do something different. And that's how you've gotten changed. He's obviously been one of those people. So I think this is a little I think this is a little strange. However, some of the news on it was that this is a place they've kind of been looking at a while. There's some sex trafficking going on in there. Blase, blase, which is probably true. But mm-hmm. I think in order to make the news big on him definitely is a little weird for me like i'm not happy with that at all so i think i think he won them owners though them other owners ain't going they're not gonna have too much to say about that when they come down he got too much pool when it comes to the owners they they but he won them guys who bite your fucking head off too so yeah i think the owners gonna fall back and i have they're not gonna be trying to get him to sell his team or anything over this they so, probably they, mad they wasn't there with him fuck out of here you can't because it's really not that big of a deal. We we would be talking about morality. like, And nobody can even talk morality when the president has said grab him by the pussy. We, we got to pretend like it's a big deal. That mm-hmm. this, this old man... And, and like, we, we, you know, we champion the fact that, that he's still functioning and all that sexually. And what else you going to do? Like, so what you expect him to do? Go to the bar and meet somebody at a, at a billion and 77 years old? What you, what you expect him to do? Fly to get to Nevada? Mm-hmm. He should want something that's a one night thing instead Not of somebody just, trying to take right. his take I him mean, for his fortune right. and get over on him. Mm-hmm. Real quick, right? In a state, that, never mind. Don't get me started. Go ahead. Shout out to the parents who still tell their kids, "Don't ask me for nothing once we get in this store." <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. Are y'all like that? 
They do. <laughs> get your groceries, keep your own shit. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm about to get their ass refrigerated for their fucking room. Y'all meet me in the line. Yeah, fuck out of here. No, but I'm off of that shit now. I don't even go to the store no more. I order my shit online, pick it up. Fuck that. When we was young bucks though, your mom be listen, we gotta go to the fucking store. Don't fucking touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still that dad, dude. Cause like they'll get in there and just lose their mind. They'll they'll do whatever. But uh, I mean I'm I'm probably not as as tough. I mean you know my little girl, my youngest girl, she uh. Your youngest girl is three days old. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay, that's true. <laughs> God damn it, Juice! You didn't think I was gonna call your ass out today, Juice? This brother's talking shit podcast. <laughs> Hey, you know, one of my homegirls was like, damn, nigga, you think y'all Jay-Z and Beyonce, motherfucker? I was like, damn, we was just trying to, you know, we just kept it a surprise. Clearly, we all were surprised. I it thought I missed surprise. something. I felt bad. I was like, let me get in the motherfucking group chat. Like, Yo, you know this nigga Juice had a baby. <laughs> 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 Don't ask me to tell everybody you have a baby after like two months. Don't tell Pusha T, oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna get it on me, man. But uh nah man, kids are wonderful. Fatherhood is awesome. Uh I really I couldn't imagine running away from fatherhood no matter what my right. differences would be yeah. with the mother. I like I should call it. That makes me think about something. Uh besides my married friends who have been married for a long time like juice like mike even rel i'm proud to say like a lot of my homies that's not married we don't have a bunch of kids like a lot of my right. friends we triz got one shiz got well she's been married for some years but shiz got one yeah uh like a lot of my, i got biologically i got i mean in real life i got four but i got one biologically you right. get what i'm saying so i mean i i think because thinking about before that our old heads they were having so many kids with so many different women. And I'm curious to why is it that my generation and my close circle that's not married for a long time, we don't have a bunch of kids running around this earth. What do, what do y'all think that, 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 I'm curious as to why do y'all think that is? Or do you think it's something, what, is, it, is it something or it just so happened to be this way? Mike? You see how he left us out there cool. If I don't see somebody's fucking name, I think raising raising kids, man, especially as a black as black men, it's it's Generationally, it's a if you if you knew better, you'd do better kind of kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, I'm proud to say that uh, of a generation where my homeboys take care or raise their kids, even if they're not in the house, they're active. It ain't no right. body, you know what I mean? Where where you you figuring uh, kids is popping up nine, ten, thirteen years old. 19 years old, like a generation ahead of me, it's almost like every male, you know what I mean, it's a lot of secret babies out here, you know what I'm saying so I don't, to Juice's point I don't understand, after having fathered two children, right how somebody could talk like you, look like you act like you, cry to you and you don't want to be a part of that yeah, I don't I don't get it at all 
know what's crazy? The worst motherfuckers, the worst motherfuckers in the world, their children still want them to be their dad. Yeah. Even with me, in my situation right now, my girl has twins and a daughter. I understand that no matter what I do, kids want their dad to be their dad, even if their dad not shit. And it's sad, you get what I'm saying, that it's like that, but that's how it really is. A kid wants their father to be their dad. Like, if you gave birth to them, you could be a fucking crackhead. She, that child will want you to step it up and get it together and come be a dad like you should. You know what I'm saying? That's just what kids want, man. And I, I feel good knowing that, like I said, me and my home, like, like I, said, I can't be friends with anybody. Right. Because I'm so in, in tune with mine that you're going to feel away talking to me. Right. And you got to with yours. Right. You get what I'm saying? You're going to feel uncomfortable. Right. Being around me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very... When it comes to mind, I talk about it a whole lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm proud to see that we're kind of changing as black men. This generation, I feel. I'm not saying that it's a lot of them that's on some bullshit though. But when I look around and I look to my to my left and my right, besides the, the men who have been in marriages for years and years and years, Juice was married at fucking what twenty? Eighteen. Right. Yeah. You know I mean, Juice so, was married before all of us. Right. So Juice yeah. having kids. You only got two, Mike. Why thought you had more than two, Mike? No, two, mm-hmm. two boys. No mm-hmm. boy and a girl. Girl and a boy, and mm-hmm. then Rel got three. Yeah. But besides that, all my homies like we and we're and we're guys who come from not having our dads around, our biological dads around at certain times. So it's like we learned. Okay, we're not going to do that. You get what I'm saying? So like my immediate circle, besides the guys like y'all who have been in relationships, married for years, we're not poor baby moms out here. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see. Like and we're very involved in our children's lives. I am just trying to I don't I wanna defeat this black men aren't there for the kids uh, thing. I, I think it's definitely changed. Go ahead. Go no, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Real quick, man, I just wanted and I think I pointed it out some time ago, but like my father, shout out to Dita Mike. Um, Dita Mike. Michael Senior, my father never knew his dad, never knew a family member on his paternal side uh you know in his whole life and he uh will be uh 69 this year still don't know all right change that and he was like the 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 neighborhood dad of me and my friends you know uh most of my friends fathers were in their lives maybe not kind of sort of sometimes right but nobody was as present as my father. And just so I, I shout out to him. I asked him one day, how'd he know how to even be a dad if you never knew a father? Your, your own. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, he just pointed to God, man, like just pointed up. And he was, he is a great, he is a great dad. Continue. I was with his Facts. Day, the, 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 the basketball game yesterday. It's family day, he said. You know what I mean? Brought a uh, little DJ, my, my, my brother's son up, and, and, you know, just as cousins, man. So um, in a generation, to change that, like, and, and, and create that narrative, I'm proud of all of y'all, man. I'm proud of everybody out there, all the men that's out there that's taking care of their children, man. Before you like, go, Juice, likewise. before you hold on, hold on, Juice, real quick, before you go, right? For me, like, because I feel that way. Nobody telling me how to do, I, I can really just go off of what I've been through and the hurt. For me, not for me, not wanting my child to feel what I feel is what motivates me. I think and gets me through as a dad because I don't ever want her to feel like I felt as a kid, and that, and that I think is what you know. It, how can you do like you said? It's somebody that looks like you. 
You from? I feel myself. What's crazy is I don't see my daughter make faces I make, right? I feel myself make a face that I seen her make before. So I'll be doing something. I'll be like, oh shit, I just did a brief face. Like you feel what I'm saying? So how could I, knowing that if anybody meets her or sees her, sees me, unless you met my sisters. If you met my sisters, you'll see my sisters. But if you know me, you'll see me. So how could I see something that I've seen that I, I brought into this world? I played a part in bringing this world, and I can tell. I continue to to shape. How could I not be there for that? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like for sure. Go ahead, Juice. I'm definitely proud of this generation of black men. I think we. I think uh, a species will begin to self-correct itself, and I think we've we've done that. We're we're intelligent. Uh, being so, mm-hmm. you know, we've looked back. We don't like what you said. I don't want to feel the way I did. So how do I father my kids? And much like you, Mike, that was my story. Like I was the only kid on the block in the hood with his dad. Uh, that's it. Nobody else had a dad. It was like boys in the hood. My dad would always tell me, like, you you gonna see what happened to them versus what happened to you. You know, you my right. business. Mm-hmm. And so my dad worked hard. My dad was always there. Always, you know the. The greatest thing I remember about my dad was the talks. Like, he ain't never, he ain't whooped me. Nothing like that. I mean, if he had to handle me at times, he did. But it was always like a, a speech, a talk that I that I always took with me. So, it just was ingrained in me that when it was my time, you know, I'd be a dad. You know, especially with having, like, he just trying. Think about all the newness of things that came about, such as crack. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, uh, just drug, the drug game, just so, so, you know, became new gang activity. Like it was so about that household that we saw it and we kind of avoided it, man. So I, I, we live in a generation now, like with my friends, y'all included. Like we don't. I want to hang with my boy. Right. Unless you got other homies that are there. Even though we do live in a, in a time we don't have crack, but the way this 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 uh, pill thing is going, and oh yeah, it's almost like crack. Yeah, I mean the 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 drug. The you know this this is a generation definitely. These new guys are junkies. Like you know they're they're definitely like. You know, Xanax and, you know, whatever else they can pop, whatever else they can drink. So now that's going to be the thing to see what these guys are like, you know, to see what the 20 year old, 18 year old cats is like. But I just try to mentor young cats, uh, especially on my Instagram right now. That's what I'm doing. Talking about masculinity again, you know, uh, trying to bring that up. School guys on that, because really guys are just aren't aware of what masculinity is. You know, a lot of people, we're, we're, we're letting women tell us what masculinity is. We're letting white women define masculinity, especially for black men, and we can't do that. So um, a lot of brothers, they are they are lost, you know. So we just gotta kind of just guide them in the right direction. You're gonna do young shit. You're gonna do crazy. I'm not saying be perfect, you know, but 
See, I don't even think it's, see, you said it's white women. I don't think it's white women. I think it's a black single women who raise their punk-ass boys. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth of the matter. Like, my mom raised me by herself, but my mom wasn't raising no punk-ass boy. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Oh, no, you're not running in the house. You better go out there and fight before I punch you in your mouth. You get what I'm saying? Right. All that crying shit, you got to be the man of the house. It's different. Like I said, we said this before, and we had this conversation. I'm I'm pretty sure our folks is on here. These women are acting like these boys that they're raising are their boyfriends. Oh, my, my son is my, my MCM and all this shit. Like, I'm giving my son something for Valentine's Day. And don't get me wrong, ain't nothing wrong with it. Because I believe in me being a dad with daughters, I'm buying for my daughters. Because guess what? Ain't no young boy just going to come into her life and buy her no fucking low-ass rules and think you're affecting something. Young boy, you right. better come stronger. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm a firm believer in that. But I really believe I'm tough. I'm tough on my daughter. I remember my daughter falling at four years old, and I'm like, bro, you a cannon, right? <laughs> that was the whole mentality at four years old. You a cannon, right? Yeah, daddy, I'm a cannon. Oh, all right. Check that shit off. You get what I'm saying? I guess I mean more from a... Oh, my baby. Uh... No, not I guess I mean more from a macro level, though. Like, so feminism, this whole idea of toxic masculinity, a lot of these terms and shit that's being created that single black women do feed into, they have, it's a hierarchy there. And I, I feel like they, they kind of sit at the top of that. Now, black women, what I need black women to do more of is be accountable. You know, black women need to be more accountable for who they sleep with and who they have kids with. And that's a conversation we don't talk about. So you can tell what kind of shoes a nigga got on. You can tell what's in his bank account, but you, for some reason, you can't sense whether a nigga has a fatherhood in him. And there's a, there's a reason for that. You know, a lot of times your alpha male exhibits excitement. You know, it might be your thug. It might be shit like that that really turns her on when she's, you know, ready for sex. But, she, you know, she's not looking for fatherhood at that time. She's just looking for a real good time. She doesn't think for it like that. But if she ends up making a, you know, a mistake and having a child... I think she needs to be more accountable. We don't hold women accountable for that. It's like she's got three different dads. She's got three different niggas. All, you know, three different kids. However, it's all them niggas' fault. Mm -hmm. now, fault. My, hold on, bro. And I know, bro, Mike, y'all right here. Y'all got to give me a second, though. I feel you on that, bro. But as black men, we have to be that same way with the women we deal to. We choose to be that way with. Agreed. Because once you in this... Dog, I'm nine years in, and every day ain't a beautiful day dealing right. with the mother of your child. You know what I'm saying? When right. you get along, for the most part, we do, but we had some shaky days. So you have to be aware, too. Oh, damn, she got a right. fat ass. Ain't enough. Oh, damn, this pussy good. When it's, when you, you know what I mean? That ain't enough. Right. It's an 18-year commitment when you really being a dad. It's more than mm -hmm. that. So we talking about graduations, birthdays. I done went through, oh, you having a birthday party with another bitch there? I done went through that <laughs> shit. You get what I'm saying? So I feel you on that. No, I agree. So, so this this conversation again just came up in my in my personal life that we as a people, as a culture, we don't do enough, men and women, to vet the person that we have intentions on procreating or starting a family with. We don't, because that's not our intention, though, right? Other other cultures do it. And it can almost be looked at as weird how you control it. We don't look at mental health background. We don't look at financial wherewithal when it comes to each other. We don't look at none of that. Like you said, a fat ass and a smile ain't enough. But it has been what, you know what I mean, that, that this change has been and, and whole situations come out. The only problem, and not to sound like you bashing black women, you know, at all, 
But I feel juice. I feel you, Neef. The, the idea is that, uh, and, and one of the judges, what's her name? Lauren Lauren Lake said on, on paternity court. She like you. You can we can play that game. We can act like oh, it's a double standard or why is it a double standard? It, none of that matters, right? Because the standard is if y'all having that kind of relationship and a baby is birthed out of that relationship, then it's the female that has to carry it and and, and ultimately um, can be the dictator, really, of how that situation will go, especially here in America, the way the court system is set up, the way these things are are set up. And we don't even have to go back to the roots and origin and why these things are the way they are. But, yeah, you got to choose better because of those, those, those reasons. You can't be the third baby Mama and thinking that 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 all of a sudden he gonna be the responsible uh, uh, when it came to you that in your mind or that story that you put in your mind that you, you thought it was come on man but come see on. that's what it, it comes to that point too where though some people feel like oh with me it's gonna be different and that's the problem you know what I'm saying I, I felt like even in my relationship before with my my daughter mom I seen the issues but I felt like maybe she would see that I was different than previously so she would change how she was. And and then, then it, after that relationship, I found myself in a place where, though, I realized I had to take it for what it was then. I can't hope that it's going to be something different because of how I am. I have to take you for who you are. You get what I'm saying? So sometimes people feel like, oh, well, it's because then you hit, a, you hit a horror story from that person. So that person makes it seem like, oh, it's the other two baby moms. It ain't me. You get what I'm saying? They're doing this and they're doing that. And they're making it hard for me to see my child. And as a woman, you're like, oh, 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 my God, I can't believe you're going through these things. But then when you're in that seat. You see the same thing. You, get, you only get one side of a story. Yeah, that's a good point. I would say to brothers, I'm, uh, let's start with men first. Being that, especially when you become sexually active, and there's a possibility you could have a child. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Not everybody is going to be forward thinking like that. That's a good point, Mike. I, I, my, my thing to preach to brothers is be on your purpose, get aligned with your purpose and your vision. Get the bag right. Get your money right. Get yourself right. A lot of times, before we have any of that right, education, whatever it may be, we're chasing women. You know, you need to be able to become the best man you possibly can be. That's that's the first step. And I think as you do that, you'll be able to have any paradigm you want. But you got to get yourself right. A lot of times, you know, if we, if we, I think if we preach that more in our community, then black women will have a better choice. They'll have better, you know, pickings of men that can provide for them. Like, a lot of times I feel like this whole 50-50 concept, I'm sorry, you know, I think we got to throw that away. That whole, I'm not controlling the situation. I'm not taking care of the family. I'm not saying she can't have, I want an independent woman. Like, I don't, in the terms of that she can make money for herself, but I do I do need her to be submissive in the family system. She has to be, because that's what she's going to respect anyway. But, I need to be able to provide the frame. I need to be able to provide something for her that when she comes in, she can operate in that. And they do their best in that. I think in our community, our women have been raised, you know, I mean, they, they do come from a lot of single family uh, environments. They run and shit. They're very alpha. You know, they're very, I, shit, when I was coming up, all the girls was throwing hands. You know what I'm saying? They was throwing hands like the niggas. And it's like, it's kind of made us as a, as a lot of men, we, we kind of bitched up. You know, where we are beta to a degree, you know, we let them do, oh, she got it. Like, no, she shouldn't have it. You know, you need to get it. And I think if we do that, you're going to see a change. You will see a change. They'll respect it. And and we got to, like, raise their level. We got to raise their level of consciousness. Like me, you know, I'm going to say some shit. Uh, I know y'all putting this on YouTube. I don't give a fuck. Uh, a woman is not my equal. I don't even look at women's decision making 
and their thought process the same. I know that the, I have the thoughts and views capacity. of Juice in the uh, Messenger podcast. It <laughs> do not reflect the, <laughs> hey, does not I reflect the views of the three brothers that are on Brothers Talking Shit podcast. But see, look, the thing is, most black women are in the church, right? Like they they go to church more than anybody, and it says in the Bible, treat the woman as the weaker vessel. So you you already the information is right there before you. You go in every Sunday. My thing is. How many times have you left it up to a woman to make a decision? You left it up to her because she wanted to do it. She just wanted to make the decision. She didn't want the responsibility of it. You know, no, she I just. Mean, a lot of times it. I feel like when it comes to decision, like even when we going out to eat, something simple, right? Babe, we want to go to eat at. You want me to ask you, babe, we going to go to eat at. It's like the, uh, what's the boys, uh, Ken Pill said. Boys, like, I named five different restaurants <laughs> until I named the restaurant that she wanted. You get what right. I'm saying? I'm a firm believer in. I believe to a certain extent that a man should leave his, leave his household. But I don't want no woman who's just going to say yes to everything either. I need True. a woman who, because it's sometimes why you need that support from your woman. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So should you be the front? Yes. But in the same token, she should hold you down. And any problems y'all have should be discussed in a, in a room by yourselves. So even if she don't agree with, perfect example, let's say, even if it's me and Juice, me and Juice out somewhere, and I feel like Juice started something. I'm going to rock mm-hmm. with him, and we're going to get out that situation. Now, we get in the car, I might tell Juice, yo, what the fuck was you thinking about? You get what I'm saying? But that's between me and Juice. I'm not going to let the club see me and Juice had that situation. You right. Know what I'm saying? So For sure. I, I'm, I'm a strong believer in strong black. I need a strong woman, period. I can't handle a woman who just, uh, okay, whatever uh, whatever you like. I don't want that. You know, I, no, I agree. I'm with an opinion and with, and with some things to her, but know that. You gotta let the man be a man. You get what Precisely. I'm saying? But we, but a lot of these women are coming up in households with the grandmom in the household, no man. The mom right. in the household, no man. You know how to let a man be a man. That's the exactly. point. Exactly. That's the point. It's right. And listen, when they say this thing, where as though they say, "Oh, black, black, black men like white women," and I'm not one of those guys. Not even but true. I can see how to a certain extent because maybe those women understand that better than. Some of the black women who were raised in these situations, and it's been weak men who not playing their part, put women in a situation where though they have to carry the whole load. So when you've been carrying the whole load for so long, it's hard for you to accept a man who's really a man when you've had a bunch of men or a bunch of broadish men that haven't been playing their role. So when you get a real one in front of you, you don't know how to take it because you've never known it. Right, but I think it's I think it's very systemic, man. Um, it, there's a lot of things, right? So, you know, I'm the king of peeling back layers. I'm probably going to probably add that to my intro uh, from anyway, right? So you got to think, man, if you was a smart dude in school or, you know what I'm saying, if you, you know, you, you had a certain way about you. Like, I remember women telling me they wouldn't date me when I was in high school because I was short, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Not that I wasn't a good dude or not they couldn't say. I had women look at me and say, I don't think... Pre- Terrell can protect me. I had a girl say that to me in high school, right? So demoralizing to my ego, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I'm, I'm fucking slinging around this motherfucker. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? I got a fucking little man complex. I got some issues, right? right. Um, but anyway, like she said that to me, right? But then you have these competing factors. You don't have nothing and you looking at people who have stuff and they getting all the girls, right? Cats rolling up there. I'm not, how many women hollered at me because I was driving around in my mother Acura Legend? I was fronting like it was mine, right? I had it like it was mine. It wasn't. I ain't had shit. 
I was making sandwiches for a living at like five twenty five an hour. But it was these things. So I'm competing with other men who have more than. But they were really men, right? You know, what I'm, I'm sixteen. They're nineteen year old grown men, right? I, I infamously had a, a scandal with one of the top DJs in in Baltimore. <laughs> cool, don't do that, <laughs> right? And he had a problem with me because I was just me. I was regular. Like he drove a Maxima, I drove a Legend. You know what I mean? Like, and I end up messing with his girl. But it was an issue, right? So it was why did she choose the regular guy over the guy who had stuff, right? And then you have to be the guy who historically may not have something and still dealing with, you know, what I'm saying people who have stuff, like so. But see. Know what that is? That's some weak ass personalities. When you couldn't tell me different at sixteen or seventeen. I'm a different man right now, you right? You, you, you won because of the fact that a woman can see through the bullshit. A motherfucker can have money all day. Oh, I got money. Da da. You can be a clown with money. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what, what makes it? What makes you a winner? What makes women fuck with you? If you got personality, you got something to you. You got layers to you. Right. So you can have a conversation. You can laugh. You can be serious. You get what I'm saying? You you're flexible in life. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's why realistically, I've never had a problem as a young man when it came to women. Because yeah. I was a fat boy, I can make you laugh. I ain't bad to look at, but you know what I mean I ain't never had the most money. I ain't never had a car, but they can pick me up. You feel I mean, what I'm saying? The battle, yeah. the battle, the battlefield for the woman is is the mind. You know, you gotta control that first. Everything else is because she lives in her imagination. Right. So you control the imagination, you control the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean a lot a lot of the other shit, um, you know, I mean, it's this, that, and the third. They could talk about, you know, it can be a motherfucker with the with a horse dick. You know, they may want to fuck with him the most. But um if he can't control the mind or provide a situation for it that's gonna be better for a teacher or something, that ain't gonna last. So, you know, I think the most powerful thing you can give to a woman besides sex and, and passion and all that is teaching her something. You gotta be able to bring her up. You right. bring her up, she'll never forget that. Right, but I had Same. my first child when I was 19, like three weeks after my 19th birthday. Um, was I prepared to be a father back then? No, absolutely not. Um, was I going through a vetting process of who I was dealing with? Absolutely not. And and at 38, I can say that over the past almost seven years, I've talked to my baby mother twice. I mean, literally. Two conversations in seven years, right? So right. we have no relationship or dealing at all. And I, in those two conversations, I saw her. This was last year at my son's prom and at my son's graduation. And that's been it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't know at what space that I will be in that I'm even, you know, wanting to deal with that. Because I don't, I'm in a totally different space, right? I have so many angles and things going on in my life. If you're not in that space, I don't fuck with you. And I don't care if you're my relative, you know what I'm saying, baby moms. I wouldn't deal with it from a spouse standpoint. Like, you can't get down or lay down with what's going on, right? Because I'm trying to be great. And if you're not trying to be great with me, you're fucked, right? That's it. I'm, I'm on the move. Whether it's crypto, whether it's my own business, whether it's going to work every day, whether it's the podcast, every avenue I'm taking is to the point where I'm trying to grow, right? 
So if you're not trying to grow with me on one of these avenues and you want to regress, I'm not for it, yo. And I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I, there's a very there's a there's a difference between a decision I made 20 years ago when my son was born and the decision I would make today because now I'm grown. Right. I was a low ass boy then. Right. Even in the sense of being a man, I was still a low ass boy. Right? right. So my mentality wasn't the same. Right. I wasn't saving a dollar. I was actually spending more than I had. Right. Because consumerism is the number one killer in the black community. Right. We, we all know that. Right. So it was it's worse as you're younger. And as we speak as men and our early, mid, late. Early forties time frame, we're in a different mindset. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Most of us, what? some motherfuckers are still thinking they're eighteen. Oh no, no, true. And when I say men, I'm just talking about the men that I did. I, I don't fuck with people like that, yo. So like, I don't have no fuck niggas in my circle, right? Because I will immediately walk away from a fuck nigga. I'm I'm cool with being alone. You know what I'm saying? So before I decide to go roll with some fuck shit, I'm gonna sit in the house by myself, right? Catch me in the house. I got shit to hey, do, we, dog. We, <laughs> like, need to do, we need to do, you know, some episodes, man, honestly, bro, where it's just a man episode where we just giving up the game. Because all this shit we just talked about right now is game that I feel like a lot of brothers need. And and, and you learn through trial and error. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? You, you, you're For sure. Self-correct, but it's, it's so much good shit that just got said right now. I'm like, wow, like, this has to be packaged up and really just given to some brothers so they can kind of ingest it. I mean... Also, too, man, in the industry right now of just motivational speaking and self-help, uh, white men do this. I mean, there's a large community of self-help. I mean, there's a pickup artist community. There's all this shit to just teach motherfuckers game. And I think we need a lot of this shit just catered and tailored to black men. Uh, it's wide open. I'm trying to get into it because I just want to give brothers my experiences so hopefully they can, you know, avoid things. But, hey, fellas, I am somewhere that I need to be. Around this time, I'm not gonna be rude. I gotta get into it. Please, let's let's really do this. Let's let's do something where we just, you know, fuck the pop culture and we just talk to black men. I love y'all, brothers. Everybody, love you too, Juice. Love like you too. This we yeah, have once a month. Once a yeah. month. This is the move. No books. No nothing. I'm not gonna read a book. So in another three weeks, we okay. Do this. We just I gonna go. Cause I love this shit and make it like a main episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. That's a bet. All right, all right, Juice. Love you, bro. Love you, man. Yeah. Love y'all. Yeah. And that was Juice, ladies and gentlemen. Live and direct. Yeah. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk. I'm glad we get the Burberry on it. I'm glad we get to talk about the Burberry. <laughs> That's what you have to say about that, boy. Yeah. What y'all, how y'all feeling about, uh, bro? Yo. The Burberry with the, the Burberry shirt with the nips on it. That's your cup of tea? Bro. You ain't got your shit on? Hey, man, let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> Yo, this shit is not coincidental. <laughs> they trying to get it on the wave. <laughs> Louis Vuitton, they in the goddamn boardroom right now. Like, how can we get our names out there with some controversy? Because any publicity, good or bad, is good publicity. It don't right. matter. You don't think, come on, bro. It's a, it's a fucking noose. Just like it was damn Sambo face. They know what's up. Trolling is the number one way to get your motherfucking marketing numbers up. They watch oh. 50 do it. They watch Takashi do it. Why not fashion? I don't see it changing no time soon. No. 
either as far as trolling get getting your way like the 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 you say the good guy finished last that is about as real as this has ever been in our society on some on some on some level right. so i believe that somehow or somewhere that's even down to maybe a perhaps a spreadsheet of budgeting and all of that because you can't buy this kind of marketing you understand and so Whatever perceived hit that Gucci would take, right? They understand the, the power of the black consumerism yeah. dollar and all of that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. um, and, and we 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 have proven ourselves. We the dollar spenders. We have proven ourselves to be you know liquid money. We have proven ourselves to not spend in our own communities. Mm-hmm. So un- until we as a collective wake up and understand not to do that on a concerted in effort, you know. Bases seen not unlike since the Montgomery bus boycott, they have built in a budget to make this kind of uh, controversy mm-hmm. a, 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 a marketing ploy mm-hmm. and let the let the light the match and let it go where it's gonna go. So on on purpose on purpose. Mm-hmm. Is there a lack of respect for the black dollar? No, this is the question that I have. I, no, oh, no, for you, to, for you to insult the black community, like. For me, what fucks me up is when y'all at the boardroom, I'm pretty sure before y'all have the walkway run or whatever, before this comes out and everybody sees it, the the, the main people or there's a board or there's some people at a table who look at this and decide if this is the move. Right. Where, where is the move? And then, then for me, it's another thing where it's like, no matter what we wear, dog, if we was to cut a hole in our sweatpants where the knee is at and wear it like that, on some some Hanes sweatpants. Hanes sweatpants. We decide what's hot. Nobody else decides what's hot but us. If Honestly, FUBU should have been the move regardless. Was it corny to a certain extent? Yes. Jay-Z shut down Cristal. Cristal couldn't do anything after home. He shut down the 4.0. You killed like Mitchell and Ness. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about all. Oh, the, oh, oh. What? I still wear Mitchell and Ness. I got covered. No, I'm, I'm talking about the throwback jersey, dog. That's not what I'm saying. Calm well, down, uh, calm down, bro. I got some. Fit calm down, bro. Calm down. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just saying from the throwback jersey thing. I don't wear jerseys. I'm 30 plus. Give me a crisp right, pair of jeans saying, and a button up. As a black, whatever we wear, we can wear the corniest shit. Right now, I got a WWE shirt on. This is from WWE. I got kids, right? If, if that was the move, and everybody said, you know what, that's what we're doing right now. We're buying WWE merchandise and we're making it hot. Right. Guess what? That shit would be the number one shit across the board if us as black people say what. If we the ones who determine what's hot, how does insulting us okay? Well, um, Yo, like, let me see. Sometimes we're a detriment to ourselves, right? And what you'll have is you'll have the 50 cents who's saying, burn him, put him at the stake, throw it away, give it to garbage, da da da. Then you have the Floyd Mayweather who went in there and spent a quarter of a million dollars out of spite because he's a leader, right? I can't wait until he's broke, I swear. <laughs> you have those that, that'll probably never happen, just being honest. Um, I can't wait until you pump my gas in Jersey, I swear I, to God. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen, bro. Um, I think Floyd's smarter than R. Kelly. That's not saying much, though, Mike. <laughs> Real shit, sorry, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Whether Floyd did it on his own or he got the the, the greatest PR person on the planet, 
Nobody has done it like Floyd. He's still the highest paid athlete. And that month, I don't even know if he fought last year. Other than he beat up the little Asian kid. Um, anyway. Um, you. You had him going out there. Like I said. So the controversy came around. And, and you had people say. Well fuck it. I ain't going to stop wearing Gucci. Because a lot of people said. Fuck it. I'm not going to stop wearing Gucci. Right. It wasn't a mass exodus of it. Right. So we could push a movie to be the number one movie for fucking 10 weeks in a row. Like we did last year with Black Panther. I went and saw the shit four times. Right. Out of fucking spite. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what we do. We move the needle whichever way we decide we're going to move the needle. Good, bad or indifferent. So I don't even think they're going to lose anything. Like, it's kind of like the whole thing with Nike. They already got their money off you, motherfucker. We don't give you burn it. Like you already paid for it. Same thing goes for black people. Mike, do we take our power for granted? Do we not know the strength yes. of? Oh, for sure. What, what we have, what we, what we, we don't have. We don't. We don't. What's the? What's Man, the you, name, you name a problem. You name. You, throw, you could throw a problem out there, and we could figure out how to, in theory, fix it or, or rip right, right in the next thirty seconds, right? So we absolutely take our power for granted. If we said collectively we're not going to play football tomorrow, whatever you wanted to change would change. If we said we're not going to play basketball tomorrow, whatever you wanted to change would change. If you said we're not going to play college football but for HBCUs, the the campuses would change more or less overnight. Overnight being the next 18 months or so. Yep. Like stuff would change mm-hmm. drastically. If we said we're going to take our music, if we said we're going to take our culture, Right. If we say we're going to take our you name it. OK. Now. Now, why doesn't it work? Because we still circulate within the system. We aren't a monolithic people like so not all black people think alike for real, for real. Um, unfortunately, on some level, because if we did like a LGBT community or whoever else gets their money together, builds their candidate up and say, go fight for these lists of rights that we have. Right now, and we're gonna pay these lawyers to go lobby on K Street. That's the game in America, at least. That's what everybody mm-hmm. does. Everybody gets legislation and stuff passed and all that stuff. That's what they do. So if we was black people, would say we not gonna buy Gucci. Fubu was only corny because we said it was corny. Like you know what I'm saying? And we said somebody else was was hotter, so we had to go more expensive. Yo, if we woke up collectively, right, and just said. I don't give a fuck. Make keep making it till we like the design that it is, and we only buying something that was for us by us. I thought, you know, I had Fubu stuff, but like a forty, if you make something hot and that's Fubu now, I'm surely gonna cop it the same way I got this shirt on. Cause now I understand different. Why well, I'm gonna pay for somebody else's kids' vacation on a nice boat or somewhere in the damn middle of the, uh, Greece somewhere. Mm-hmm. Be just just because you said it's a label or something that we make hot to begin with. Gucci stole that, but then, uh, what's names until years later until they yeah. gave a, a, a thing back. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. We really, we really are the cool of this whole situation in the world. And we make these, what's names, uh, 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 hot, these labels hot. You understand what I'm saying? We make them hot. Right. Speaking of, Something like that. We're going to go to Meek Mill one time. Shout out to Meek Mill because Meek Mill, he he, uh, he performed at the beginning of the All-Star game. But what I want to shout him out for is he used a designer that was out of Philly. Now, they say he's dating her, but if you see Meek, Meek got a lot of things going on as far as his dating life. So I don't think he's really exclusive to her. 
But the clothes that the girls, the young ladies were wearing, the outfits that they were wearing, dancing, was her stuff out of Philly. And the choreograph, the the, the, the lady who choreographed the little, you know, the little um, performance for the young ladies, that's, um, what's her name? She's out of Philly too, uh, Sunday Carter. Mm. Sunday Carter, that's her daughter. She, so I got to, you know, the fact that he could have went NBA and had them girls in NBA jerseys or something like that, but, was, but decided to use a young lady from the city and, you know, promote her, her, her clothes, her clothing line was dope to me. And the fact that he used a choreographer from Philly also and promoted that also on his Instagram saying that he used her, who knows what that can do for her career as far as that. But right now, my, uh, Michael Rappaport and Meek Mill went through a little something this week. I don't know if y'all caught that. Can Meek Mill take an L right now, bro? It seems like he's not losing out here, man. No, um, no. No, for what? Like, yo, Meek me, me. about to be on another level. Like, y'all, y'all don't even. Y'all, it's gone, baby. Hey, that shit's over. He about to be on some straight hole status. Like, dog, right. like, right. it's gone. Right. It's a wrap. Right. You look corny trying to go at Meek. Yeah, like, that's why I be looking like, bitch, you don't see what's happening. Like, am I the only one to see this? Already. All right, quick as hell. What happened? Oh, Michael Rapport? Yeah, he got on sway and apologized. His wife, his wife was grinding him up. What? The wife, he come at you. <laughs> you can't even go home and be comfortable. Like, why would you say? You like, I, I don't even get. I, yeah, I believe that. I don't even know why he would say that. Like, yeah. Like, for what? Yeah. You wild for even doing it, bro. <laughs> right, right. You look corny. Hold on. Meek don't rhyme on beat. You can say he's not the most lyrical or something like that. Then I could, I was like, "What? A trash rapper? I wouldn't call Meek Mill's a trash rapper. No, not even Felicia. Nah, I wouldn't call Meek Mill's. And a I'm trash not a rapper. fan. I mean, nah, he's not a trash rapper. Yeah, you just know better, and that's what I like about this show. Like, I, I think you're a notoriously hard grader on life. I told you that. But, like, you know better. Even if you don't like him, you ain't going to say trash. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You ain't going to say hold he's not top ten of his Before the album city. came out, Mike, he said things like trash. And he was, <laughs> I he said was the album like might be trash. That's what I said. I don't think he's a trash rapper, and he's not for me. And I ain't say me can't rap. I just said he ain't, you know, in my favor. Hey, Mike, he had to walk back some of the words, though, Mike. He did. Did I walk him back, though? Am I, am I for real? <laughs> am I for real, though? Like I, I, I acknowledge I, I wasn't bopping my head to the album and and then getting on here like oh that shit that shit garbage <laughs> I, I didn't do that I was like oh that I was hitting you up on the phone I told you you was gonna regret that shit I did you did and did I say I regretted it Yeah you did Yeah He's supposed to be skeptical Right I think that's okay And then what he did was underpromise and overdelivered on this album to me You know what I mean. So, which, if you see that and you hear it, and you know, not only that, again, man, we talk about like so, so grading on the curve. We want to, we could say lyrical, we could say this, that, the third. Grading on the curves, culture control matters, bruh. Right. So, Jay Z get a, a curve for his catalog and the fact that he was a culture shifter while he did it. You feel me? Not, not every rapper that's hot is a culture shifter. Meek is culture controlling right now. He's talking to a few generations. He's connecting the fatherless generation, right, with us. And then he's connecting us with the Uzis. Like, that's a big 
fucking deal to Terrell's point about he going through the roof with it. So Michael Rappaport, where you just, ah, la, 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 how do you not understand what he means or even represents on that level? Not even trying to, uh, uh, you know, put him on some kind of pedestal that he doesn't want. I'm talking about me, but his consistency and all of that culture shifting stuff. You know, regular people that have been in the system are even waking up. You feel me? Like to some of these injustices, man. And that's going to matter. So right. Michael Rappaport missed, like I think he missed. You whiff, you 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 defer almost to a meet. You got to rap. What did Drake do? Like, and Drake is the hottest rapper out. Like, so you, you it's a get out of lay down situation that at this point you can't, not that he's untouchable, but like ain't many L's he, he, he going to be able to take. You feel me moving forward because you can see the maturity in them. I don't know how you missed that. Uh, and that's the key. The key is the maturity because this situation is where two, three years ago he reacted in a different manner. He was a clown. He, he, he don't have to now. <laughs> and if you don't, it, it, it's me is not a fan. If I if, if I see it, like I'm like, oh, shit. Like it, it is very clear and apparent the trajectory that Meek is on. And if you can't see it as a fan or you can't see it, and somebody who like dog, right? That's just nuts. <laughs> like you know, you know how Beanie was. My man is shooting. Me, right. a, my man is shooting, nigga. Like what is you talking about? Like no, let's put the gun down. Yeah. <laughs> and know what? It's not coming across as corny though. Right? It's not. From being that way to being oh man, like you changed, like you changed. Robert Kraft had the Dream Chasers Championship <laughs> necklace on when the fucking Patriots won their sixth Super Bowl a month ago. <laughs> Walking around the streets of Boston. Bro, he could have had anything on in his life, bro. Anything. He could have had another chain that came out to his nuts that said Patriots 2018 champions on that bitch. But he had on a Meek Mill chain. I said, oh. Blast off. Bezos in the pit. All around the right. richest man in the world and uh, motherfuckers writing a diss track about you. You don't get your <laughs> gump ass out of here. Yeah, <laughs> Trashy I heard, honor. I ain't heard you say gump in a couple years. Yeah. Trashy honor. <laughs> listen, when you think about All-Star Weekend, I think about him shooting, <laughs> shooting that jump shot. And it going in. Right, right. Because like, he can't miss. <laughs> like, me. me can't miss, bro. Like, it's just nuts. Right. I'm not going against him. Put out another goddamn album. You know what I'm saying? Now you get right. the benefit of the doubt with me. Like, put out another album, me. You he, back, can... he backed the benefit of the doubt stat. Yo. Yo. But he was, when I tell you, he was count. they said his career was over, man. That's of course. Yeah, they counted him out. I get it that. It could have been over. It yeah. would have been easier for it to be over. Right. Definitely, it's just nuts. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna hold y'all right. Since too far going came back, I've never really listened to too far going. That's because you trash. But I was trash. Then Mm. I'm not trash anymore. I've listened to it, and I've even found myself going through his his his, all his albums again. So I listened to too far gone, and then I'm starting with what's the album after that? The album album. Um, thank me later. I'm on my Drake shit right now. I'm really listening to Drake, listening to R&B shit. I've been dogging Drake about his R&B shit. His R&B shit ain't too bad now. Man. See, I'm going to come around and say, you know what? I had to go back. So I had to go back yeah. through his diography or whatever and listening to everything and really giving it a, everything a fair shot with an open mind. I put I that in the group chat the other day, though, dog. Didn't I say that? 
really, when So Far Gone came back out, I listened to it. I found myself. I said, I'm going to listen to it. Then I was like, you know what? What What's crazy about me is, I, okay, I have I have Tidal on my phone. And I have Tidal on my iPad. So my iPad is more of a around-the-house thing. My phone, Tidal, is more when I'm traveling, going to work at work. So I got my playlist playing on there, but on my on my iPad, I'm playing all the Drake stuff, and I'm listening to all the Drake stuff, giving it all the fair shot. Really, and and the brilliance of them. Uh, I w- I would say that Kanye kind of started it with the singing a little bit and the rapping, but Drake took it to the next level. Cause Drake just, can really sing. <laughs> Kanye can't. I'm finding an appreciation for Drake now that I didn't have two months ago. Go ahead, cool. Don't, don't be that guy. Like I hate. No, I, no, I thought cool was talking. So I, I, I was, I was looking at cool. I wasn't looking at you, yo. I wasn't looking at you, bro. Why, so, why is you barking at me though? You're right. My apologies. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny, man. Being men of a certain age is even lovely, man. Cause like, you know, when you're younger and, and, and how you might not even project a certain certain way, but like, <laughs> I got this joke, and it, it is. You 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 driving like ain't nobody got a uh, you of a certain age now. You're like I don't want to hear that boppity bop shit all the time, right? right. So some like we I, the DNA hip hop is in our DNA because we are men of a certain age. It's really all you know what I mean. You gotta go outside of hip hop to like other things. We all I think have an eclectic or, or we like other stuff outside of even hardcore hip hop. But sometimes. You don't want to hear the, 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 the 808 or the beat or, or something hard. You might want to lighten it up. You might want to Osley brother. You might want to Drake. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas real quick. You just right. feel hey, like that's, that. That's, that's a cut. It, that's a banger. That's, that's men of a certain age, man. You just want to ride out. You know what I mean? Ride out music. Hey, Mike, a week ago, if you'd have said that, I wouldn't have understood it. Yeah, yeah. I understand Houston, Atlanta, yeah. Vegas. Right, man. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah. See, when you're grown, that's how I know I'm grown. Yeah. Because that's a lot of shit. I'm pussy though, real shit. Like I'm pussy now. Like, like, you know, I used to be like, no. I'm more like, you know what, man? Yeah, go ahead. I got more business more than, than I ever had than I ever had before, man. I'm just more like, you know what, Neef, you could go ahead and give it a shot. And that's just where I'm at now. My my oh no, man, it ain't the lots. Nah, I'm I'm I broaden my horizons. Black yeah. people, let's broaden the horizons, man. Everything ain't got to be Fridays in Olive Garden, man. Go eat some different shit. <laughs> Black people, oh, I don't eat that. Try some different shit, man. Please, have sushi. Try some different shit, man. Go to a little Indian spot. Try some different shit. Like, it bothers the people. Want to, oh, let's go to Friday. I don't want to go to fucking Fridays. Let's try. Let's eat different shit. Let's broaden our horizon, man. Try Neef restaurant we speaking into existence. Mm. Right. Soups and... Soups and sandwiches. That's the first time of the week. Soups and I sandwiches. Damn, Mike, why you get the... All right, so... Adrenaline start dumping in the LeBron James A&R 2 Chains album. But the Lakers lost by damn near 20 last night. What the fuck is going on? We just beat Houston by 19 years. Came back from down 19. LeBron A&R albums, man. What's going on, man? Mike, what's up, Mike? Do you want LeBron? Do you want your Do you want your local superstar and or novels? Do you want them? I listen. Everybody know, or if you don't know, uh, I, I went to Cleveland at a time. Moved to Cleveland for school at a time when LeBron James was a junior in high school. I tell it to anybody who listen when we had this conversation. So I am a rider. Like you can't really. The boy ain't messed up in life. I don't know how you do that with all that money. 
I, you know, it's, that is amazing to me. I revere him for that alone. So it was crazy is we got to critique what he would do. It's fair, but we were critiquing what he would do in his spare time. He's not even rapping and making an album like people we know that have worn Lakers uniforms. Great, right? He Come was in Orlando when he did that, though. Right? He just mm. ain't on. No, no, he's talking about Kobe. <laughs> that Kobe shit was boot juice. <laughs> Shaq is a platinum selling artist. Let's not get it twisted. Don't never disrespect. Don't never disrespect Diesel. He got a song with Big. Right, that's not bad actually. So. That Big Rosie. Yeah, that's not bad. Big Rosie. Okay, but go so, ahead, Mike. So I'm just saying, like, um, I don't. I wouldn't question LeBron's commitment to basketball. That's it. You see it in his body. You see it in the way he plays. So whatever he doing. I'm not certain you can question, you know, his commitment to the to the court. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't mind him and on the same project. We the culture anyway. Control all that shit. That's what I say. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, admittedly, I told everybody uh, about 30 or 45 minutes ago that I, I have two football teams. I'm a Patriots fan and I'm a diehard Ravens fan. Don't get it twisted. But when it comes to basketball, I believe purple and gold right i'm a diehard laker fan my fandom does not waver for anybody it doesn't matter if kobe's there lebron magic or fucking cedric sabalas nick van axel and eddie jones i'm a diehard laker fan i've been there for all the chips i've been there for the ugly years i don't care i'm a smush parker fan i don't give a fuck if it's Dirk fisher stint one stint two i don't care I'm a diehard Laker fan. As am I. So, I understand that LeBron is on the downside of his career, and he may have moved to L.A. to ensure that he can keep up with all the things he's going to do for our community when he uh, puts his shoes up, right? And And I'm starting to see L.A. is more of a business move than a basketball move, and I respect it at year 17, right? I don't give a shit. Uh, fuck it. Good, good on you, right? Um, so I don't know why it's surprising that you know he's A and R and Two Chains album, or like you you can't turn motherfucking Lonzo Ball into CP3. You can't turn uh, Kyle Kuzma into anybody. You know what I'm saying? Or Chris Bosh. He, he's just not that. Um, he's doing a lot with a little bit, right? They couldn't be the Anthony Davis. Davis less Pelicans team last night, right? Pack that shit up, dog. Go ahead and tank some motherfucking games. Get a better draft pick. See what see what free agency bring you. But this shit right here is nuts. Kyle Kuz made the problem though. I don't believe so. I'm just saying. He might be a good one two punch, but I mean Lonzo ain't there. And we saw what Lonzo was doing before he went down. Right? So you still gotta deal with what's going on. And a lot of people just ain't been there before. Right, he can only carry it but for so long because he ain't twenty five year old LeBron. Right. You know what I'm saying? He ain't thirty year old LeBron. I tell you one thing: it was beautiful to see him in the post last night, though. He yeah. went down in the post a whole lot, and that's yeah. what you need to say. All right, we done with LeBron for now. Kareem Hunt goes to the Browns. I've been meaning to bring this up. You know, Kareem Hunt. He went through the. Uh, it's not. It was. A, it was assault. It wasn't domestic, right? Yeah, just assault. assault with the young lady uh, in the hotel outside of the elevator. He kicked it down, going to the Browns. Is it shocking that he went to the Browns this this, this far or this quick? How do we feel about 
and this NFL player who just went through this situation being signed, Mike, to the uh, Cleveland Browns? <laughs> who is we? <laughs> we like us. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? People phony again. This is so phony. Like you gotta. I mean. I don't like you knew he was gonna get signed. It's not quick. It's gonna be no backlash that matters. The story's gonna be old. He gonna play. It's gonna it's old, the story old now for real. Right. Just like you know what I'm saying. It's all. It's, it's almost a, th- a throw. A throw in. Throw away. You feel me? Like uh. So I don't feel no kind of way. I'm mad he in the uh, AFC North. And that's where it stops for me. He got to play against the Ravens now. Like, but I don't give a fuck about Kareem Hunt. I wouldn't know he was. He walked and knocked on my door right now. I think he'd be fucking trying to sell me No Way products or some shit if he knocked on my door right now, dog. I don't, I don't fucking know who he is. Like, and I don't give a fuck about the Cleveland Browns. Like, miss me with that shit. Like, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. I don't give a shit what they do. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Talk right. that bullshit. We talking sports a little bit. Let's get a little bit more uh, sports, but entertainment-wise, Tristan Thompson. Chloe oh. Kardashian. <sighs> Tristan Thompson has slept with... First of all, is there a goal just to have little mixed babies? Like, oh, That's all I see is a bunch of light-skinned little babies in that house, man. Like... They are determined to be black, I swear to God. I, maybe it's me, maybe I'm tripping, but they're determined to be black. But Christian Thompson slept with uh, Kylie Jenner's, one of our friends, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Woods. Jordan right. Woods. Uh, she was at the house. Some old, bro, hit me, let me know what's up because you hit me up and you said, oh, it's filming time. So, of course, this. Yeah, dog. Time is time to motherfucking goddamn film a new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Controversy just happens to show up. Man, look, y'all fooled me a couple years ago. I'm not fooled now. I promise you they're recording right now, and this will be the highlight of the season. Of the season. Watch, I tell you. I don't have nothing to say about it. I, I already know what the beat is. Like, come on, bro. Like,. How sloppy is it to mess with your sisters, your 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 baby, your I guess your baby mom? They're not engaged in nothing, right? Your child's mom's sister, best friend. Six million views a week, sloppy. That's how sloppy. <laughs> so he's what? Do you think is it a winning situation for him? He get a check too, my G. He on there? I don't know. Yeah, he get a check too. That's There's no idea. reality in reality shows. They write the narrative for you. You think these motherfuckers just showing up and getting in the fights? Like, like, come on, man. I've never seen so much happenstance in my life. Yeah. That's Mona magic. That's my shit. Because don't clown me for watching wrestling and y'all be watching this shit. Fair point. Straight up. Because I don't same know who's in the match. We already know who's going uh, It's the who same thing. Yeah. Just, I bet you the system is the same. 100%. I bet you they go to goddamn WWE University for goddamn going writing script. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that somebody can call one of Vince McMahon writing. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people, man. Like, you. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is entertainment, man. And we know that mm-hmm. reality TV is the new sitcom. 
right? Because we, because you know, <laughs> I've been telling that bitch on here how sick social media is. That is the reality of reality TV. We want to be ingratiated in these people's lives so much that we want to see them for twenty two episodes a year do some silly nonsense and fuck shit. <laughs> then we That's get sick. mad at our listen, then we get mad at our children because they go on YouTube and watch other kids win games that they have. Yeah, those playthroughs. That's just nuts. Yo, that shit fucked me up, but that shit is exactly like what you just said. Yeah. You watch a dumb motherfucker live their life. For real. <laughs> That's like our kids watching somebody else play a game and be the game that they have on them. Yeah. Damn. Just when I thought we couldn't get any deeper. <laughs> it's just sick, man. Is the family you marry into important? Cool. Is it? Is it? How important is it, the family that you marry into? It's supposed to be real important. We had we, we apparently we we you know we I didn't we scratched the surface on that earlier, but we don't look into that. I mean, black people don't. Right. Not historic, you know, not more more recent history anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, it should be important because you're talking about like, all right, boom, sickle cell trait. You just getting really nearly random with somebody, right? And if you don't take into account something like that, what if you did take into account something like that? You know what I'm saying? That, that right. might matter to you. Maybe it doesn't, but it might matter to you. Um, mental health issues, undiagnosed and otherwise, relationships. Right, more than even just the HIV test. <laughs> your relationship with money, your relationship with, with with work. Do you have a job? Like you know what I'm saying? Family wise, like is your is your people's crazy? Is your is your is your father a killer? Is your you know what I'm saying? Was your father in your life? Did you not have a father? And what kind of person you gonna be? Like all of that. Yes, yeah, it should be. Uh, is your mother crazy? You know what I mean? It's crazy that you say that because I had a friend. Who had a condition with his skin where he bruised real easy, mm-hmm. and then explained that to his wife, and they had a son, and then his son has to deal with those situations. Like he would just have mm-hmm. blisters on his hand, on the back of his hand, and stuff like that. Like just crazy. Mm-hmm. He can do something simple, and then it just a blister up crazy, and then like, and his wife was upset, like because she didn't know mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 you know how serious it was, real the situation, mm-hmm. and now you have to raise a son. In this and not knowing yeah. the backlash of it. Yeah. What you thinking, Ralph? Um Yeah, man, like you it's I guess if you, you, you look at it from a, a position of um who they are and, and and what you know they kinda been through and what you witnessed, um I know that I've never been around anybody's family who's like quite like mine ever. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, and as, as when I was younger, and as you grow older and experience things and be in different places uh, around the world, uh, that it, I realized that it was a rarity, right? You, you know what I'm saying? My family's gonna uh, greet you with open arms. Hug on you, love on you, and you 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 either with us or not because we still gonna be us, right? Like you know what I'm saying. So you either a part of this, you, you know, and and it's funny because we make the joke that there's still people on the outside looking in, wishing they could get back in. <laughs> they done fucked it up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, 
but we don't give a fuck because we still us, right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, I, I'm willing to sacrifice certain things in my life to be around my family because that's how much I love my family, right? Did she, did she share it with you? Like, I'm definitely going to drink the last of your juice and eat the last of your popcorn. Don't get it twisted. You can have the last of my juice, eat the last of my popcorn. We mix it. That's fine. I, I mean, that's fine. Listen, all that wrestling I, shit. Well, <laughs> I'm 36 years old. You're not wrestling me like I was 22. Like, you was you wrestling me when I was 22. I'm 36. I'm not with that goofy shit, dog. I dumped you then and I dumped you now. Don't get it twisted. I like your fucking league. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> get you clean the fuck up off me, dog. <laughs> Celtics and the Lakers. 
And the number one robbery of all time is Duke and North Carolina basketball. Now, I have an honorable mention. My honorable mention is LeBron versus the Warriors. What y'all think? I respect your list this week. That's a respectable list. I don't know enough about the Bears, Packers, you know, other than, you know, whatever. But... Yeah. Like, that's a decent list. Uh, the, the, the Celtics Lakers just was the yeah. one on, you know what I mean? In my, when you say top five, that's automatically yeah. gotta go. Yeah, yeah. that's in there. You know uh, I would go Heat, Knicks. Heat, Knicks is a good one. Oh, with the fighting, man, gun on the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, just a general. They've they been yacking for a lot of years. Uh, um, Patriots versus the world. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, you go Pacers and Knicks too. I go Pacers and Knicks. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't really watch baseball. That shit's a, you know what I'm saying, a mess. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Before I go any further, I've had this on the list for like three weeks, and we have to acknowledge it. Big pun, the Punisher. Where do we rank them? How do we feel about them? As all in, in, in the greats of hip hop, I want to start off by saying I don't know where I rank them personally, but his uniqueness. There's never been another big pun. Back in the middle of the little Italy, little, little, little. I can't say it all the shit. I don't remember how that shit was, but you can't tell me. Well, you didn't do diddly? Yeah, he killed that shit, dog. No. There was some motherfucker walking the earth who did, who did this rap shit like big pun. How do y'all feel about big pun? Where do you feel? Do you feel he gets his proper respect when, you, when, the, when, the, when the greats are named as a lyricist? Does he get his proper respect? Bro. Um no, um I'm a I'm a big pun fan, but I don't think I got pun in my top twenty. I don't. Um, Was it not the fact that the catalog ain't long enough? Catalog ain't long enough for me. But Big had two albums too. Big's two albums were critically acclaimed, and it was some of the best lyricism I've ever heard in my life. It still bumps today. I was listening to Everyday Struggle yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like I had on some Biggie socks. Yesterday, like I'm gonna wear them again in two weeks when it's March the 9th. Pun, yeah, you know pun, pun died prematurely, man. And if he could have got another, because his his shout out to Big Pun, rest in peace. I seen him at Howard University, it's another one I seen live. Um, he died too soon, so that his he had an infectious personality. So imagine a big pun in say today's time, social media time. Right. Would have had a he would have had a cooking show. He would have had a podcast. He would have had a you feel me, and he would have had some more album to be able to add to his legacy because the whole Latin part of his existence is not to be denied. Shout out to Fat Joe for these diamonds in the rock. You gotta give Fat Joe credit. You big pun. You gotta give Fat Joe credit for Remy. You gotta give Fat Joe credit for Khaled on some level. Shout out to Fat Joe as an exact. You know I love you, big bro. Cool Mike. But when it comes to Remy, you gotta get at the punt. Because that's a little history. Remy Ma was it gonna be Remy Ma? Agreed. It's gonna be punish her. Agreed. Agreed. Her name was gonna be Punish Her. You're right. To that year baby album. She had her own song on there. I You're think right. Capital Pun, lyrically, you can't deny it, but he never had that that album. Yeah. Capital Punishment was was dope. Yeah. yeah, Baby was dope, but he didn't have And that, that was it. 
Yeah. Right? You had that classic. We, when you say big, you talking about classic albums. I don't think That's you big, gave yeah. us that. But he yeah. showed this his versatility when you he gave, gave us the uh, record. Yeah. Right. He gave us the uh, the Donnell Jones joint before he, I mean, yeah. when he passed. Yeah. He gave us the, uh, I'm not a player, I just uh, crushed right. it. Right. That was a banger. He gave us some. So he had the ability to be yeah. not only a hardcore, yeah. you know. He made music. Yeah. Right. He definitely made music. Song. Yeah, and, and he just died too soon. That's that's all. The collaborations would have happened, tours would have happened, big and big and big pun would have happened. Like you, you, you just think. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like the baby, the possibilities. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. definitely. He just ain't get to live long enough to do it. That's why. He ain't yeah. All right. This week, I'm going to my second week with my punchline. I'm naming the punchline. I ain't gonna name it the bars. Because the bars is too long. I'm just giving y'all the punchlines. Y'all tell me yay or nay on these punchlines. Y'all ready? I got the sauce. And now shorties keep claiming Prego. Diplomatic community. Drake. Is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who? <laughs> I got the sauce. Now, shorties keep claiming Prego. That's a hot answer. I'm a, I'm an optimist, so I default to hot. I don't be like I don't know how to go. <laughs> I know how to go. <laughs> All right. I'm the one over. I'm the one twice over. I'm the new eleven. I'm the one twice over. I'm the new eleven. Hot, not hot. Lukewarm. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. That's also Drake. My Mount Rushmore is me with four different expressions. That's funny. I like that. Yo, I love that bar. I love that. Once again, that's Drake. Yeah. I've been in my Drake bag. Yeah. I've been in my Drake bag. I'm the my Mount my Mount Rushmore is me with four the four different expressions. That's a bar I wish I would have thought of. Like, why the fuck did not? I could that? hear him saying that too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've heard it say it, but I can hear him say it. All right, gentlemen. It's the grinding my gears portion of the episode. Cool. You got anything grinding your gears? I, um. Go ahead, Ralph. Um. Nicki Minaj is still trash. Grinding your gears till you found something else. Yeah, that's it. Uh. Yeah, that <laughs> she's horrible. <laughs> As I look back at it, I'm, you know, I heard what I what I listened to the other day, a hard ass Nikki bar. Something was on yesterday I was listening to. Oh, um, I was listening to that drink with her. Bedrock is what I was listening to, and then um, I was listening to Bedrock. What? That, that song is dope. Okay. Okay. So what was the bar? No, just time to listen to her verse on on that, and I mean, you know, monster, and then I get the Tatiana remix where she. <sighs> Have y'all heard that shit? <laughs> the freestyle. Somebody just said Safari down like they sent the ball down on uh, on Goodfellas. You gotta go home. You gotta go home. <laughs> yeah, you need to go home and fix that. Mm. That's her fault. He got Mena, which I think is a better deal anyway. And she, she's on drugs. No question. Cool. What's going on in your gears, cool? So, 
just the the the, the overall uh the, the 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 fact that like just kind of back to the to the blackface thing right us knowing i mean the, the nooses on the jackets i seen another thing that had six nooses on a different jacket on burberry coat you know what i mean like it wasn't even a, just two nooses thing um that we don't understand our collective power uh as a, as a people I would like to believe there's a generation, there's a demographic of us that are waking up to some of these things. I think the internet and information age has made it easier to learn about stuff because before when you're supposed to put it in a book, we don't even really have to get books now. We can, you know, look at YouTube videos, you know. Uh, so as soon as we know that, just us not understanding our collective money power, it's irritating. Like, Floyd, just because he's monetarily successful, being in, like he's the voice of any fucking black people, he's not mm-hmm. for everything that he represents from nothing to somethingness. But like, he don't speak for me. Mm-hmm. folk ain't get ain't kin folk. Yeah. So like, so even if I if I'm on a on a, a on a Billy chase, I'm gonna be more like the I'm gonna bail people out kind of guy then fuck them I'm doing my thing kind of guy you see what I'm saying so that grinds my gears more that goes back to that Dave Chappelle thing where Dave Chappelle's like where's Ja remember <laughs> yeah. like, like, like Ja rules to be to everybody like, yeah like, right. ja? you know what I'm saying and I who the fuck wants to talk to Ja Rule at a time like this we <laughs> <laughs> just gotta keep it where it is Floyd Mayweather boxes he doesn't represent the movement or or anything like that. He just boxes sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta uh, keep it in, in that in that in that um, in that realm and not give them more than that. You know, like that whole role models thing. Like I, I, I fall into that place where as though we have to be role models for our kids. We can't let somebody else and what they're doing be. Oh well, you should look at LeBron James. You should be a role model. We have to do that for our children and our family members and us being who we are. We got to be role model for each other's kids and stuff like that. And I think that's where that has to go more than us looking to stars who who have the same flaws that we have, even though they have money and a camera in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to grind in my gears. My grind in my gears is to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you for finally letting Le'Veon Bell be free. Because y'all were thinking about still trying to maneuver and, and you. It's something wrong there. I really feel like you got him, a, uh, uh, Antonio Brown, ready to get up out of there. Y'all need to, Big Ben, shut the fuck up, please, for punching your fucking mitt. He can get it in the fucking um, best of you, too. I got Big Ben in the best of you. I'm tearing that ass up. Pause. <laughs> yeah, he don't want the smoke. That's I was scared to fuck up. Because he only won one Super Bowl. That second one, he almost fucked it up. And if it wasn't for uh, Jerome, Jerome Bettis... Uh, recovering that fumble in the, in the AFC Championship game, you only had one. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to see they let Le'Veon go and let Le'Veon go on. Uh, you know, it's just fucked up. High. The NFL, and I'm an NFL fan, I will watch NFL, but just the way this this uh, this um, franchise tag and shit and, and the way these things are set up, it's just disgusting, man. It's very disgusting to watch and see how they are treating these players. And this is and this sport right here is definitely that slave mentality. I feel like I definitely feel like this is the definition of that. The NFL is. Yeah. I watch though, so if you don't like me for saying this and still watching, fuck you, rumble me. <laughs> but after two minutes, we had to hug it out because I only got two minutes in the rumble. So 
That's where I'm at with it. Anything else on your minds? Let you got something wrong? Or? No, no, I'm good, yeah. I'm good. Okay. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, we were talking about Amanda Seals. She had come up. I don't know if you all know that. No, she had um, accused a former player, Myron Roll. Remember the guy, the smart dude? I think he was out of Florida State. He was like a Rhodes Scholar. Okay, I remember him. Uh, he was like, went on to become like a neurosurgeon resident or something like that. Accused him of like sexual harassment or something. Mm. In the same week time frame, on that same rant or something that she went on, uh, and so like it's crazy because she's the same did blame black men not voting enough. That's how Trump got elected, whatever. Uh, so I don't know what's popping with her, but I, 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 I just want to throw that out there. He's strong. He said he never met her. They only had maybe some kind of either phone or text communication. And, uh, like so, how could you claim sexual harassment for somebody you never, you know, never, never met? So I'd be curious to see over the next week what that's going to look like too. But like these accusations, but people out there, accusations, you know, that's that shit be old. And then, you know, I mean, we, it has to be some report when people just put baseless accusations out there too. Yeah, I'm saying that. Hey yo, she's not that black to me anyway. Like I, her blackness is on is on. Um, I never really felt like she was some true. She like more Freddie off a of fucking different world, Kalise type. Maybe more <laughs> feminist than than, than black. <laughs> Freddie off a different world. I took you back, didn't I? Yeah, that's a different word like Cree Summers. I deserve that's to do these. Like I'm listening to that shit on Black Mondays, dog. You fat as shit on Black Mondays. Who? Kadeem Hardison? Like a cold nut on Black. I, kn- I was telling yo. How, who was I saying to? Green on Black Mondays, yeah, cool. Terrell ain't put me on yet, yeah. If you was in the cousin group chat, you would have realized I put the code out there. I put the code out there yesterday. Yo, you got to dog. No, dog. I put it in the cousin group chat. He's a member. He just be putting it on solid. Let me look. Because I'm on like five of them group chats. <laughs> You're not supposed to mute the cousin group chat. No, but I don't know how to put on the shit we got. I don't even know what you're talking about. Literally. Yo, I do take cool a couple of days to respond to some shit. I'm like, cool, you good for Sunday? <laughs> you got to ask like, him. It's like Saturday night. Like, yeah, you can do cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I'm just happy you got through the episode. And cool, I can see cool the whole episode this time. Yeah. Right Yo, shout out to Juice for, uh, for Yo. listen. I'm not even on that, bro. Once every four weeks. We're going to bring Juice in and we're going to do it like that, man. No book, no nothing. We're just going to talk that shit. Because I definitely, it's beautiful when we, when we get to talking that shit. It's yeah. beautiful when we do what we do. But when you talk th- when we talk that shit and Juice take over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Juice is such an A-mic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I am just find myself listening to him. Like. Right, right. I'm like, yo, all right, all right, cool. Say something cool. It's cool in the cut. Like, I see cool little square in the cut. Like, all right, let's get cool the ball. It's like hooping though. So if you hot, I'm like, all right, juice hot. Yeah. But let me get cool the little shot down in the post. Yeah. You on fire. So you can get something off. Let me get cool the rebound down on defense. So if I don't get something down there. Yeah, I mean, you got to get off, but it was definitely beautiful, man. Real shit. I listen to the Messenger Podcast. Shout out to Juice uh, or the boy Drew, the Charm God, and the real Megan P. I listen to that shit before I listen to Joe shit. I'm like, oh, I got the Messenger Podcast. I got to, I got to, matter of fact, I got to get on that shit because my shit is only on the iPad, so I got to catch it when I, so I can catch it on my phone when I'm going to work and shit. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you. I had to find myself not trying not to listen to Joe shit. I do find myself trying not to, but 
I'm addicted now. It's all your fault. You put me on Joe shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm like two episodes back. Nah, I'm, I'm all caught up. I'm on like the shit from Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time, man. I keep telling everybody, man. I'm busy. <laughs> I, I was running late today <laughs> helping the client. Talk about another motherfucking podcast. This is Brothers Talking Shit, episode 33. I got ribs upon the grill and I'm making shrimp fried rice, man. I ain't playing no games. Oh, you shining right now. You making them burgers? I ain't making no burgers to fuck them. I'm just putting grit. <laughs> Yo, June 1st. Cool. We sparking the grill, man. Come on. That's what it is. If we got to come get you, I said we can get you. So <laughs> you got to remind me like you're <laughs> Right. We going to be talking about that shit. Fuck is you talking about remind you? <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. You talk every week. I'm committed. I'm committed, baby. Right, right, right. I forgot. This, this is Brother Soccer Shit, episode 33. I love y'all guys. I got to spark this grill. Get ready for work. Yeah. You know, grill men. Well, we won't get to lay in the bed all day Monday. We got shit to do. Got shit to do, man. Love y'all, man. Love y'all. Yeah. So 33, we out. All right, love y'all, man. Peace. All right. Yeah.